Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. And now turn all those radios and tablets and television sets back on. Listen loudly to the wisdom that is about to emerge from Brian Kilmeade, best-selling author and all-around uh, good guy, a co-anchor of Fox & Friends, nationally syndicated radio talk show host, and a one-man media maven. Brian, good morning. Hey, Frank, I, I love the fact that he's in a nursing home up at four in the morning and still on top of the news. I mean, oh, that's please, the absolutely. attitude you got to have. No right? doubt about it. No doubt about it. And he's uh, he's getting ready for uh, oh, the war on AM radio because he's got a tablet on as well. And he's he's, <laughs> he's got the tablet there. So we uh, I was rooting for him to win. But, you know, even George Santos never made up the lie about him being from Connecticut. So what could you do? Right. Um, it, it, sooner or later, he will. Exactly, uh, if it fails exactly. in Nassau County. Hey, uh, opening day today. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I know you're more of a soccer guy, but you know your baseball, too. No, no, no. How are you feeling about I'm a soccer player, but in terms of fan, it's uh, football than baseball with me. I think it's exciting. I mean, for me... Uh, being a Met fan, I'm never used to knowing that the owner's out there doing whatever it takes. The team is young and uh, up and coming and optimistic. And it's not going to be the Jesse Barfield, Oscar Gamble, Steinbrenner days. I'll just go get an expensive free agent, see how they fit in, have a bunch of DHs. But I do, do think that this you have an owner there will do everything to put this team together to win. So I never had that in my lifetime. No, yeah, you, you and me both. It could not have been said uh, of the Wilpons, could not have been said of Nelson Doubleday. Hey, how are you feeling about these uh, new rules changes? You know what? I haven't seen it. I've only read about it and talked to guys about it, and Kurt Schilling hates it. Uh, everybody else seems to love it, and I, th- I heard they're knocking 30 minutes off a game. And one thing I never thought about, so we're talking about the fans, and we're talking about, you know, we're talking about uh, viewership and ratings. The players love it. The players don't want to be on their feet. So if you could get them into the locker room an hour earlier after 162 games for all 162, I mean, and also the extra inning marathons with a guy on second is, you know, people say, well, that's not real baseball. To me, it's it makes sense because if you're going to play this whole season and want these guys to play hard, they really can't. It's really there's a, a lot to be said for pacing yourself. Now they're they're going out of their way to say don't you know the best you can don't pace yourself. Every game's every game's important. We'll get you off sooner. You know you're not going to have these more than likely not have these big marathons in the middle of the year that destroys your bullpen. Uh, so I, I I like I like that they're changing things, but it also shows that baseball's worried. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, the uh, the uh, age of the baseball fan is older than any other professional sport, and I think that's one of the things that uh, that they're very worried about. Uh, quite honestly, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm optimistic. I'm I'm hopeful. I should say. Maybe that's a better word. Hey, uh, you got uh, a little bit of a little bit of heat from some quarters of the world for your comments about uh, Donald Trump's rally in Waco, Texas, last weekend. Uh, give me your take on. Um, on what specifically you took issue with and um, what some of the reaction has been from the Trump corner of the world. Well, I mean, well, I have my own show at eight. So I, you know, preparing for that, doing things and, uh, 
you know, on Saturdays at 8 o'clock. But he had his 5 o'clock start. Now, he has such a strong story to tell. Hey, how do you like inflation under me? What was Europe like with me? Who got NATO to pay up their defense? Who no longer took advantage of that relate, of that alliance? Who got the Abraham Accords rolling? Who had trade deals going? Was China more belligerent or less belligerent during my time? So, I mean, over and over again, the president, the border, what was, who was better on the border than me, than this guy? I mean, the president has got a story to tell. And I just can't believe that anybody thinks opening up with a January 6th choir or talking about how it was no big deal will work for anyone. Just because the January 6th, uh, January 6th committee was a big infomercial for Democrats, it doesn't mean January 6th is a good thing for Republicans. And it's a very bad thing for the president. Oh, always. I don't care. Anyone listening right now says, oh, it was overblown. Absolutely. But I'm not going to go fall on a sword. For a guy in a sheepskin face paint and no shirt on sitting in the Nancy Pelosi seat. So I, I'm, I'm watching this and I cannot believe that's the way it started. And the thing is, two thirds of the president's agenda, most of America would take today. So talk about it. Joe Biden gave him a layup and he decided to shoot from the back from the uh, from the baseline. And it makes it made no sense to me. So I, I say it. Uh, so a lot of the Trump folks thought you were a little too uh, harsh on him. But do you think this is going to be a preview of what's to come from Donald Trump? We've certainly see, uh, seen multiple aspects of Trump's personality as a candidate and a political figure. We've seen him be very petty at times, uh, do the whole Don Rickles routine with his adversaries. We've also seen him be more statesmanlike, like he was in um, a couple of his State of the Union addresses and uh, – uh, a couple of other a couple of other instances that uh, that stand out. Do you think this is going to be what we're in store for for the next year and a half? This is this is what I, I think listeners just have to understand. Do you do you if you want Trump to win? It's not letting Trump be Trump because he will win the Republican Party, but he will not win the election. Unless he starts talking about what he wants to do, how he would do it different, what he already accomplished. And coming up and if you want to beat Ron DeSantis, I know. I I remember Bush 41 going against Bob Dole. They were tearing each other's eyes out. I remember Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. It got extremely personal. I'm not against that. That's just what happens. I get it. Ted Cruz and Trump. I get it. They end up friends. So I know the way the brawl works. But if you're going to go after Ron DeSantis, you can't go after him on the pandemic. You can't go after him about saying you kept your state uh, shut down too long when you're on the record saying he opened up too quick. If you know, if you, like me, were lucky enough to get to Florida and compared it to New York, you are forever grateful because he let you make choices. So when Ron DeSantis, to me, it's very easy to go after Ron DeSantis if you're Trump. He's a good guy. Really strong governor, great potential, smart as a whip. But why do you, why at this point, with things so serious, with the world about to explode, do you want someone to learn on the job? I mm. did the job. I know the people. I know how to code up. They know what to expect with me, and that is going to be toughness and America first. Why would you go with a 44-year-old governor that put Florida first when I know how to run a country? I know the people to put in place. I know the mistakes I've made before. That's who you run. And I know it's going to get personal and they're going to and DeSantis is going to get personal with him. 
but it makes no sense for me to go after if I'm Trump to go after him on the pandemic and now pretend they were never friends. We know they were tight. I everybody knows they were friends. So I'm going to comment on people. And, and that I think that's what you do on a, as a talk show host. I'm going to comment that Nikki Haley is unbelievably competent. And, and but is there a lane for her? Let's see. When far if foreign policy matters a lot, I think she's going to come up strong. But right now she's not registering. Youngkin brings a lot to the table. I'm going to break down every candidate. But I just think and I I just think that going after DeSantis on his strengths doesn't make much sense. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting uh, to see how the contest uh, plays out uh, going forward. And uh, I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll see something different. You know, somebody that has had no problem mixing it up with uh, Donald Trump, though, so far uh, we've seen has been Chris Christie. He was in New Hampshire this week and he unloaded both barrels on Donald Trump, who he was the first governor in the country to endorse and then the first person to jump off the Trump wagon. Uh, I don't clearly he's doing this to set up his own uh, possible presidential candidacy. I don't see much enthusiasm in any quarter for a Chris Christie presidential candidacy. Do you? It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Not yet, but he's so talented. He is uh, very smart. And he knows politics. If you watch him on ABC on Sunday, I mean, every Sunday I, I watch that show because I'm pulling sound bites from Chris Christie because he just knows what he's talking about. And he's very tough. And, you know, Trump took his lane. You know, the toughness, the directness, the confrontational. You know, in the beginning when he wasn't resonating in Iowa, I was with him in Iowa and he was packing, packing these bars and restaurants but Trump was getting bigger crowds, even though he finished in second in Iowa. But I was with Christie. I saw the way people really appreciate who he is. But right now, I don't. Uh, the lane's not there. But as I pointed out last week, Barack Obama was trailing Hillary Clinton by 22 points at this point. And in the last cycle, Jeb Bush and Scott Walker were one and two in the Republican primary. So things are going to change rapidly. So when we play back this show, when this goes to the when this show goes to the Museum of Broadcasting, where most of your shows go at the end, right. you have to get the tape and you yeah. just walk it over there. We might want to play this back and and say, wow, what do we think then? But I just got that Fox poll and Trump is doubling DeSantis. DeSantis is the number one pick. If you have to pick the second pick, he's killing everybody. But right now it is uh, Trump by 25 uh, in the Fox poll. Well, it's going to be um, an exciting year, I think. I think the election may be more competitive than uh, than a lot of folks uh, realize at this point. Hey, uh, Brian, obviously there's a lot of discussion about uh, gun control in light of what happened uh, in 
uh, in uh, in Tennessee. There was a bit of a, a heated exchange between uh, Congressman uh, Jamal Bowman, Democrat, and Republican yeah. Thomas Massey. Here's a little bit of it if people haven't heard it or haven't seen it. Children at all, cowards, pressure them, force them to respond to the question, why the hell don't you do anything to save America's children? And let them explain that all the way up until election day on 2024. Let them explain it all the way up to election day on 2024. They're freaking cowards. They're gutless. They're what not here. I'm talking about gun violence. You know, there's never been I'm a school in a school that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? Would you, would you, would you more guns lead to more death. More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. Uh, clearly, uh, Congressman Bowman, especially very passionate there, um, it, it, w- w- I mean, first of all, you comment on that if if you want, and then uh, tell me what you think we're going to see, if anything, in terms of any additional gun safety legislation in the aftermath of this. I don't. I mean, we did it two years ago. Oh, they got all the blowback from the 17 senators. I talked to Senator Cornyn. I mean, they looked at what happened in Buffalo, and they said, uh, and then the, the, the shooting right afterwards, what happened? A crazy 17-year-old that everyone knows was nuts turned 18, and they expunged his record. He was able to legally walk in and get guns. And now they have a way of, of transferring those records to 18-year-olds that are having uh, trouble. Uh, and and the, so people understand that gun shop owner who nobody wants to sell a killer a gun, if you're a gun shop owner, talk to these guys. They, they have no interest in doing anything but giving responsible gun owners guns. So you have to empower them to go the background check. To see what's there, to see if that person who's walking in there buying his seventh gun in this case is out of his mind. Now, how would you know her out of her mind? So how would you know that? Well, seeing a therapist and does a therapist getting any clue that this person's suicide danger to himself or anybody else? My sense is the answer is yes. The family did not want him, her to have guns and says, I didn't think they have any. We took the one out we had and. Now it turns out they had seven. So before I judge any parents, the parents knew he was dangerous. The best friend called the cops as soon as they talked and said, this guy's going to kill, this woman's going to kill herself. Uh, and they go, okay, let me take action. And it was too late. So if you could somehow get into that client-patient relationship on danger, also my sense is what drugs were this person on? Are they on any psychotropic drugs? Drugs? Are there any mood-altering drugs? Everything from manic depression on down? There seems to be a pretty good consistency with that. So I don't know if we should arm the gun shop owners with a true background check to make sure that Frank Morano can get a gun, but the lunatic next door to you can't. So you got to get the background check to mean something. But my sense is right now, and I called my district too in Massapequa, and they have... Armed guards, everybody knows it. They have surge patrol on on two major highways. There are five elementary schools, two middle schools, a high school. And they have money, and they also have ballistic tape over over strategically placed on these doors and these windows. So if you do not have an armed guard like this Christian school, and you don't have ballistic tape over the glass, that's not fair to the school. Mm. We have all this COVID money laying around. Don't tell me the biggest school, the smallest school, the biggest city, like the one we're in or the smallest cities, the one that might be picking up that clear 770 signal right now. 
can't get some of the financing to get people there. Cops, for the most part, retire at the, the, the peak of their career in their 40s if they start in their 20s. How many wouldn't want to go to school and get paid? Sure. They got experience. They got conviction. It's their own kids. So there's ways to harden the target, uh, bolster the background check. But I don't want to take away innocent people's guns because there are lunatics amongst us. And I'm not against arming the teachers that choose to get the training. And they, these lunatics have one thing in common. They are not brave. They want to slaughter. They don't want a gunfight. They go for soft targets. Let them know there's not a soft target around. You take a step, you will be killed. Uh, fine, and it's going to be a struggle to get in. Uh, fine, Brian. I, I know uh, we both have to run, but I have to uh, get your comment on this because it just broke in the last few minutes. I think even while we've been talking, Russia has detained a Wall Street Journal reporter, an American, uh, Evan Gershkovich, a Wall Street uh, Journal correspondent based in Moscow, accusing him of uh, of espionage. How uh, how likely is it? Do you think that this Wall Street Journal reporter was actually engaging in espionage? Zero. Uh, just just like that Marine that's being held against his will, zero. Just like Brittany Griner, uh, the zero weight she was charged with all those years in jail. I did not even see that story. But the Wall Street Journal reporter, I saw a CNN reporter in there. There might be an NBC reporter. Besides that, everybody was told uh, to get out. Mm. Yeah, it's going to so, be um, – we'll This see. is not going to be good. No. And, and just keep your eye on China. Absolutely. And we wish uh, – Mr. Uh, Mr. Gershkovic, the best. Brian, we'll be watching you on Fox and Friends and uh, listening to you on the radio. Thank you, as always. Go get him, Frank. All right, Brian Kilmeade. Um, the man is on radio and television and writing more hours than I'm awake. This is The Other Side of Midnight, 15 Seconds of Fame, straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.